0: You're listening to the weekly podcast of Citizens Church with Pastor Chris Norman. For more information on the work that God is doing through Citizens Church, please visit us online at citizenschurch.org. Well, I don't know about you, but I got a whole bunch of plans for 2023. Man, there's a bunch of stuff I want to do. Anybody with me? You got some stuff you want to do? There's There's some places you want to go? There's some... Man, we just got plans. Now, if you don't have plans for your year, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to a message that, we did at church about you gotta get a vision. Gotta get a vision for your life. Like, get a bucket list, get, just, I just think life's supposed to be lived like that. Listen, get a vision for what, for what your friendships could look like in 2023. Get a vision for what, what God wants to do in the life of your kids in 2023. Right. What does God want to do in your marriage? What does God want to What does God want to do through your life at your in your workplace in 2023? Yeah. I want you to understand this. God's vision is bigger than your vision. And as you go out to try to get a vision, you're just trying to keep up with his yeah. vision. Does that make sense, everybody? God's, God's always ahead of us. Some people think that faith, like faith arm wrestles God. If I have enough faith, I can arm wrestle God into doing what I need God to do. And that's not faith. Faith is you just trying to keep up with everything that God wants to do, right? Yeah. God's already wanting to do great things. and so we just want to keep up with him. He's wanting yeah. to work in our lives. So yeah. you got to get a vision. You got to get things I want to do this year. But what, what we've been talking about in this series last week and this week is that before we go out and do all that, there's actually something we need to do first. Someone say, but first. But first. Someone say, but first. but first. Before I run out and do all that, there's a but first. <clears throat> See, what you do first matters a lot because what you do first actually impacts everything that follows. Right. And if you do the wrong thing first, Everything else is going to mess up. Some of you, like you got a bunch of, we just had Christmas and you got all your kids, some of your kids got Christmas gifts that you had to put together that came with instructions. Every one of those instruction booklets has a first. And you got to do the first thing before you could do the second thing. And all of you who think you don't need to read the darn thing, you're out there (laughs) trying to do the fifth thing. And the reason you're frustrated with the fifth thing is because you didn't start with the first thing, you see? It's the first thing you got to do. And so the first thing that we've got to do and all the things that God has called us to do is we've got to put him first. Yeah. Before you go running into your year, the first thing you need to do is put God first. You know, Paul, the, Paul the apostle said it like, this: he said, listen, he said, this one thing I do. Yeah. You're like, wait a second. How? Paul, is your life, I don't know if your life is like my life, because in my life, I got a lot of things I do, right? I'm, I'm getting up in the morning. I'm getting ready. I'm, 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 I'm making breakfast. Come on, I'm feeding the kids. I'm heading off to, to work. I'm, I'm working at work. I'm, taking my, I'm coming home, making sure my kids are getting their homework done. I mean, I look at my life and in my 24-hour period. I'm going, I got to sleep somewhere. I got a lot of things I do. Paul, how, how in the world do you say this one thing I do? Well, here's the point that Paul's making is that in the middle of all the things I do, there's always one thing that I do, is that I put God in the center of everything I do. And so therefore, no matter what I'm doing with my life or with my moment, I'm doing it as unto God because that's the one thing I do. You see, it's a a singular focus. I'm, I'm putting God first. Can you imagine what that would change when you woke the kids up with God first? Come on, if you showed up to work, not just working because I'm at work, but I'm, I'm here working, and as I'm working, I'm putting God first. First thing we gotta do in everything we do is put God first. So as we approach this year, the first thing you gotta do is you gotta put God first. Yeah. Jesus said this in the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 5 and 7. And he says, in you, when you pray, when you pray, he says, "Don't be like the hypocrites. going out and there's some hypocrites. I'm going to go charge a bunch of hypocrites at church or whatever. Jesus says, "Well, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites." For they loved to pray standing in the synagogue and on the corners and on the streets that they might be seen by men. Here's what they would do, is that three times a day, the hypocrites would would pause at a certain place what well, just happened to be out in public where everyone can see them, and then they would use these really big flowery prayers so everyone would hear them, and everyone walking by would go, ooh, oh, well, they must be holy. They're religious folk right there. And everyone was so impressed with these these. Hypocrites, For they love to pray standing standing in the synagogue and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, now watch this, they have their reward. But you, you're different. When you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut the door, pray to your father who is in secret place, in the secret place. And your father who sees you in secret will reward you openly wow. Jesus says don't be like the hypocrites well what, what were the hypocrites like well they looked they they looked religious come on they 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 looked like they loved god they 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 looked like they were holy they looked like they were righteous they they looked like they got it all together they look and and, and before you go and go and start to yeah, them them darn hypocrites I just, come on, just admit, I think we all, if we're not careful, start playing the hypocrite in our life a little bit. Here's what it looks like. Here's what it looks like. We start going through the motions of church because that's kind of what's expected of us. And so I'm showing up and I'm I'm playing the part and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm I know all the songs, and, and, and I, and I, and I do everything I'm supposed to do because, you know, it might've started out pure as me and God, and I'm really pursuing you. But now I've been kind of going through the motions and now I'm showing up and I'm just doing this because it's expected of me. In. And I'm going to give people what they expect, and so I'm doing this because you know it's what the spouse expects of me, it's what my kids expect of me, it's what you know I've been doing it a long time. Now everyone kind of expects this of me. This is this is what I do, and I'm I'm going through the the motions. And here's the thing: is I I look religious, and I I look like I got it together, and I I look holy, and I I look I look the, I look the part. And she says, "Hold up, don't be that. You when you pray, come here." Close the door. Get alone with me. Make it about me. Yeah, right. Come, come, come just be with me. Jesus says, I'm calling you to something different. Someone say, That's different. That's different. Someone say, That's different. That's different. I'm calling you to something different. Well, That's what's the difference? I'm calling you from the outside. Follow this an outside focus, an outside agenda, a uh, outside. Uh, 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 Outside concern and outside, you know, just it's all about outside. I'm calling you from the outside to the inside. I'm calling you to close the door. See, this isn't about a you and them thing. It's not a you and what they think or what they say or or what they're expecting, or what guys, it's not a you and them thing, it's a you and me thing. it's me and you. I'm the, I don't want you living before that audience. It's not about that audience. You live before an audience of one. That's, that's me and you. And so here's what I want you to do because you're not going to do, you're not going to fall into this hypocritical, you know, uh, uh, persuasion. You're not going to be persuaded by that. You're going to be different. You're going to really pursue me. You're going to, someone say, close the door. Close the door, see. When you close the door, watch, behind a closed door, it becomes less about what's happening out there And more about what's happening right here. I'm behind a closed door. It's it's me and God. And now it's less about all that. It becomes more about all this. Closing the door moves me from from an outside focus to inside focus. Jesus is saying, if you could learn to meet with me here, things will start to happen out there. Did you notice that Jesus did not... uh, Pass up the issue of reward. In other words, he didn't he didn't downplay the issue of reward. Rather, he he shifted the focus of the reward. Does that make sense? In other words, Jesus wasn't like, "Don't be like the hypocrites who are out there pray, pray, praying on the streets, you know, always wanting a reward." You know, and then and then his point wasn't you shouldn't want a reward and you shouldn't want things and you should no his his point was they already have the reward. What's the reward? Everyone's going good job, oh, I'm so, wow, oh, you're so, he says, they already have the reward, right, but you can pray in the secret place, and when you pray in the secret place, when you play, pray behind closed doors, he says, then I will r- shift the reward, it's not people clapping, he wow. says, I'm going to reward you openly, I'm gonna, I'm going to If you want to actually see things happen out there, learn to get here. And if you learn to get here, I'll start doing things out there. If you spend all your time out here trying to make things happen out here and you're, 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 you're striving out here and you're stressed out here and you're, you're putting on the outward veneer out here. And he, he says, you're just going to be left with whatever you could accomplish out on your own out there. But if you learn to shut the door, he says, God who sees in the secret place will start to move out there. Will reward you out there. Matter of fact, that he says, I'll reward you openly. See, he's redirecting the reward. So instead of the reward just being seen by men, my reward is watching God actually work in my life. Work through my life. Work around my life. I'll reward you openly. The, The word reward there. In its original language, what it means is to yield. So think reward openly. I'm going to yield openly. It means to fulfill. God says, You get with me here, I'm going to fulfill openly. You've been out there trying to fulfill. Come on, you've been at the... Oh, I'm gonna make it happen this year. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is the one, and this is the thing, and this is the guy. God's going. You want to keep doing that a whole nother year with you out there trying to do all that stuff outside the door uh, through the. you say, "No, come here. Get behind the closed door, and I will fulfill openly. I'll yield openly. Literally, like, come on. You know, I'm not making this up. Go bring up. I never would bring up your Greek lexicon. Look at the word. Look at reward. It literally means." I will cause to happen openly. Wow. Amen. Jesus isn't shying away from the reward. He's redirecting the reward. It's not that I don't have hopes and dreams for what's going to happen out there. It's that if I don't start in here, I'm never going to see yeah. it happen out right. there, right? Someone say, it starts, with me. it starts with me. It starts with me. Getting behind a closed door and just me and God, me and God, me and God. So now, now watch what happens. I'm not like the hypocrites. I'm not out there just doing what I gotta do to be seen by men. I'm not out there. But I, actually, I actually wanna pursue after God. I'm not out there striving to try and make things happen. I'm actually gonna come in here and ask God he could just move and make things up. Now again, church, I'm not saying that you're not going to do anything, but you're only going to do the thing that God's calling you to do because you're sitting before him asking what you should do. And and God's going to give me wisdom to do what he wants me to do when I get behind, some say closed door, closed door. And and if I get here, all of a sudden there's clarity for what I'm supposed to do when I actually do get out there. Some of you are so frustrated and confused and lost and, and you're just wandering around and God's going, if you just stop trying to run down all these random roads and come just spend some time with me. Someone say in here, in here, I'll tell you what to do over there. But you got to come on. You got to get here. You see, you're not like the hypocrites who are just living outwardly. So what happens is when I learn to close the door in my life and I, I'm, and again, that imagery, I hope you understand it. It's just you. And just really spending time with God. It's you before God. It's, it's you first, Lord. Okay? God first, remember? When I learned to do that. Now, I move from just hoping my friends will someday know God. Someday love God. To now me personally falling deeper in love with God me, me knowing God on a, on a, on a deeper level. so now I'm not just hoping someday my friends are going to love God. I'm now falling more in love with God. And when I'm now falling more in love go- with God, because I've learned to close the door in my life and I'm falling more in love with God. When I walk out that door in my life, you got somebody who's got a fresh anointing on their life. You got somebody who's got like a, a fresh love for God on their life. And now when my friends bump into me, well, the, the love that I have for God is going to splash out of me because I'm just so filled with just the love of God, and I can't help but to get around people and spilling the love of God all over you, and they're going to be like, "Why are you spilling that all over me?" And you'd be like, "It's just because I, man, I care so much about you, and I was in God's presence, and I realized that, man, there is a life that He has for you, and there's so much more He has for you. And I feel like you're you're being rolled by the enemy right now. You're you're not even tasting a piece of the life that God wants to give you. If you could just, well, where's that come from? I'm just been spending time with God, and now it's it's splashing. Come on, out of me. Now it's not just, man, I, I want the best for my kids. I'm over here trying, I want the best for my kids. It's good to want the best for your kids. You better want the best for your kids. All of us want the best for our kids. But this is now bigger than just me wanting the best for my kids. Right. If I can close the door, I'm becoming the best for my kids. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I'm becoming the best for my kids. And now when I walk out that door, man, they're getting the best version of me. And now the one who's becoming the best for my kids is now serving my kids and loving my kids in a way that God would want me to. And all of a sudden, the things that I've been striving to do in my own strength are now beginning to happen in my life. And I'm watching my kids move in new directions. Why? Because I'm just bringing them the best version of me possible. How? Because I've learned to closed door in the middle of this noisy chaotic just overloaded instagrams fill in the blank twitter like just addicted world and i'm just learning to close the door and say god i want you yeah. and now all of a sudden there's just this freshness on on my on my life um the key someone say listen the key to a open door is to close the door Right? The key to God opening things up in my life and doing things man, is learning to close the door in my life. Does that make sense, everybody? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, think about, like, this week, like, with Vox. Vox. It's interesting, because every, I was telling Pastor Trey this, every year as a church, we, we throw a big party for our birthday, and we're like, everybody invite all their friends, everyone invite all their friends, everyone invite all their friends. Like, come on, get your friends, get your friends. And I want you to understand, we are an evangelistic church. Yeah. We exist not just for those who are here, but for those who are not here yet. Amen? Yeah, like, right, yeah. we're going to reach... We're going to reach the city. We're going to, we're going to reach our state, okay? I, and for the first time this year, you just kind of felt God going, hey, great, yeah. good, but church, come here, close the door. Yeah, 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 wow. And it's going, okay, God, I want, just so you know, church, it's like, it's not free to go throw a tent out in the middle of the thing. It's like, it's not, it's not like, it's, it's, it's just not, it's not, it's, it's us going, okay, we're going to, as a church, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to sacrifice a little. We're going to put ourselves out there. We're going to go walk on the water a little okay. bit. Like Jesus, you calling us out. Okay, I don't know. Is in the budget? Is in the budget. We're good. All right, we're good. Okay, Let's, we're going to go out. Why? Because we just ain't feeling like God's going. If you want to see that, yeah. right. okay. you got to come to this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, Second Chronicles seven fourteen. This verse has jumped off the page to me when I was a college student. And I was learning Hebrew and learning Greek, and I, they would give you assignments. And I'm like, what am I going to do? This was one of my assignments. I went dog into into this. And it's been thematic in my life. And I've just been praying, I want to find a place where this can just come alive right. in, in, in the context of the ministry God lets me be a part of. I and mean, here's what it says Listen, if my people. Do you love when God shows up and goes, hey, God said, listen. I got something for you. Here's the deal. I, there's not all You know that God's gonna hold up his end of the bargain if he goes, I got a deal for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like God's gonna like God's gonna do his part. Amen, church. Amen. So but here's the deal. If my people, big if. The if is in your court, the if is in my court. Whose court? Our court? God's people court, right? If my people who are called by my name, anyone anyone that person? And I'm called yeah, yeah, by yeah. come on, we're that. Okay, you believe in your day. Me, if my people call upon me, here's what we are being asked by God to do: humble yourself, wow. pray, seek My face, mm. not hand. Oh, wow. Face, <laughs> like God, do that and do that what you did. Mm. Humble yourself, pray. Come here. Mm. Isn't there something different when? When your kids come to you and go, Dad, can I get more money? Dad, can you, Mom, can you, can I, like, uh, my children, Kate, I'm not picking on you, Kate, right now. I get all those texts from me. I love you, baby. You can, you can ask me for all the money you want, and if Mommy has it, she give it to you, okay. <laughs> but parent, you know there's something different when your kid comes in, you're like, what do you want? Like, I just want to hang out with you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you want to do? I don't even care. What's happening? What do you want to do? Where do wanna yes, what do you want to go? Do you want to throw, you want to throw, baseball, you gotta, like, like, there's just something different where they're just like, I just, dad, like, you ever had your kid, like, when you're so just trying to do this, and you're doing that, and all of a sudden, they grab your face, like, even when they're little, before they could talk, sometimes they just grab your face, like, why are you, because they want your, they want your eyes, they want your face, he's like, God's, if you and I, it's just, humble ourselves, we pray, and we go, God, I, I just want you. Nothing else. That's why I'm not on the worship team. Sing it, buddy. Come on. And then we turn. Here's what happens from our wicked ways. Gosh, we got some stuff we don't want to talk about. We got some stuff that 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 we're ashamed of, and we're gonna kind of hide. And Jesus goes, Here's what we do. Here's what we do. We're gonna talk about the stuff you don't want to talk about. Matter of fact, the thing you don't want to talk about is probably the thing you need to talk about. And if my people are called by my name, will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. He says this bring the verse back up. He says, Then I will hear from heaven, right? I will forgive their sins. Man, they're nothing like being just fresh cleansed. And then he says, I will heal their land. What is that? Close the door. And I'll open a door. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Close the door. Get into the secret place. And I will reward the church. I will move through the church openly. Now, it's not like, well, what's God going to do if we do that? God already said, here's my part. Yeah. You do your part. Yeah. 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 Good. There's some critical things that need to happen in your life that only happen behind a closed door. I'm going to give you two of them and then we'll close. And, and I'm gonna, I want you to carry this for the whole year. Two things that happen behind a closed door that won't happen anywhere else in your life. Two things that are critical that you need in your life that you will only get when you come to this place in your life. And the first one is this, is that when you close the door, you're finally going to get real. You see, he said, don't be like the hypocrites or the hypocrites. They're just, it's just all outward. It's just all show. It's just all doing what I've got to do because that's what's expected of me and, you know, and so on and so forth. And and Jesus says, no, don't be like the hypocrites. The the, the hypocrites are focused on the outer man, not the inner man. See, Jesus said this. He says, woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. There's that word. Watch. Here's what it means. You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you're full of greed and self-indulgence. He says, but you blind Pharisees, clean first the inside of the cup and dish, and then the outside will be clean as well. Jesus is saying, listen, there's 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 two aspects to your life as you're as you're living in as you're living on this earth, right? There's your outer man, supposed to we'll say outer man, and then there's your inner man. Supposed to we'll say inner man. Okay? And Jesus says, everybody's so focused on the outer man. You're you're spit polishing the outer man. You're you're making it look so good, and everything looks so right. She says everybody's putting their attention there, but you know where I put my attention on the inner man. Yeah. You're making everything outward look good, but inside, come on, you're hurting. And there's. It's dirty and it's, it's broken and it's, and it's, and here's what we do. We become so good at holding up masks and, and living behind this outer veneer. I'm good. Everything good. I'm good. I'm at church today and everything's good and I'm supposed, and we get so good at doing that and Jesus just calls it out. He says, stop it. Stop, stop living your life behind a mask. A mask. We fashion a mask and we wear it. And um, you're going to see what I want you to see because there's some things I don't want you to see. So I got a mask up. Do you know that there's a word literally translated living behind a mask? The word is hip- hypocrite. Literally hypocrisy, the word hypocrisy comes to us from the Greek language. And it was, it was a word that described stage actors who would hold up. They would make these big elaborate masks and they'd hold up and they'd come out and they play their part behind the big mask. And the, the name of a stage actor was called a hypocrite. Jesus took it and threw it into the context of the church. And he goes, Hey, don't do that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I know. Let's be honest. Isn't it easier sometimes, just be honest before we pick on hypocrites? Isn't it just easier sometimes to play a hypocrite than to actually get real? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it just easier sometimes when you're struggling with things that you're ashamed of? When you're when you feel broken inside and confused and, and hurt, and isn't it, isn't it, isn't it easier sometimes than instead of admitting that you have an addiction to Fashion a mask and hide behind it and act like you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it easier sometimes than, than to just, when I'm struggling with insecurity, to, to instead of just admitting that and dealing with that in the context of some people who love me, it's just easier sometimes just to fashion a mask and act like it's not there. Yeah. And here's what happens. Like, we're just being, we're being honest here, right? Real. Is we all of a sudden end up with masks that we carry around with us and often it's not just one mask you got multiple you got multiples masks right yeah. that's the word multiples masks okay <laughs> and so now watch come on we're all listen we're all in this boat we do this if we're not careful we got we got a mask we're gonna wear to church and then we got the one you got to wear to work because the people at work don't like the church mask so i got to wear the work mask when i'm around the work people and the church mask when I'm around the church people and then you got the hanging with the boys mask Come on. we just hang with the boys. Where's that mask at? Shoot, we gotta go find that mask. we hang with the girls. we hang with the gals. Just hang with the gals. You got that thing. And we're just, what we're doing is we're running around. Carrying all these, masks. we're holding them all up. And, you know, and we can't just bring one with us today because I'm going to multiple places today and I got all these things and, and I'm doing all of that. And here's the problem, everybody, is that uh, uh, living a hypocritical lifestyle, a life behind a mask, hypocrisy never leads to harmony. There's just no harmony in your life. You're You're just running around trying to please everybody, realizing all the while that you're really not pleasing everybody. Everyone's got an issue. Everyone's got a thing. Now you're... And it becomes so heavy, and it becomes so burdensome, and it becomes... And then Jesus says this. Come here. Come here. Come here, son. Come here. Come here, daughter. Come here. Close the door. Do you know what happens behind a closed door? Behind a closed door when no one else is looking and no one else is around and no one else can see and no one else can hear. And no, behind a closed door, you're left with the truest version of yourself that there is. Wow. Amen. And Jesus says, I want to meet with you right here. Yeah. Don't you think that I don't see your brokenness? don't you, don't, do you think that I don't, I don't see the places where you've been hurt and you haven't been healed yet? Do you think that I don't, I don't, I don't see the confusion and the frustration? Do you, do you honestly think that I don't see the fact that you're, you're addicted to that right now? Oh, you've just been, you say you're not, but you know you are. Do you not think that I don't see that? Listen, come here, close the door. And I want to meet with you right there at the point of the reality of who you are, the reality of your struggle, the reality of your hurt, the reality of your brokenness, the the reality of your frustration and your confusion. Bring me that person. And here's what happens. David prayed this. He said, search me and try me, O Lord, and see if there's any wicked way in me. What What is David doing? He's just going, God, you see it all anyway. Why am I trying to hide it? Here you go. And you know what happens when you meet with him there? He works in you there in ways that you won't ever experience anywhere else. God, at the point of your deepest brokenness brings healing. But only when you meet with him at that point. The point of your waywardness, he'll give direction. The the point of your brokenness, he'll bring healing. The point of your Sinfulness. Yeah. Come on, like the places in your life where you, man, you've just done some things you know you weren't supposed to do. And here's what happens: we fashion a mask before God when instead of dealing with our sin before God and our brokenness and our, our waywardness and our what we did yesterday that you know or, or a couple years ago that now has become a little bit of a habit in my life and I'm hiding it over here and I'm doing see what we do is is when God, when we've got things in our life that we know don't line up with God's heart, we fashion a mask when instead of confessing that to God, we justify it in, our, in ourselves. And instead of dealing with it before God, we, we try to hide it before God. We're fashioning masks be before God. And God's going, listen, if you just would break all that, get rid, let me just break the masks off your life, just get real with me, then i 'll meet with you in those moments i 'll meet with you in that place even like, even in the place of your deepest sin come on let 's make it real uncomfortable in here, so just put your eyes up on me right Come on these places where I mean, you 've allowed lust to get out of control in your life you've allowed anger to get out of control in your life you you, you find yourself continuing to go back to something you told yourself you'd never go back to and, and, and you just have, you, you're out, you're here, but internally, you're just, oh my goodness. And God goes, come on, would you let me heal you today? Meet with you today at that place. Close the door and just get real with me. And when we're real with God, even at the place of our greatest sin. You know what he does? This is your father. He says, I'll forgive you of your sin and I'll cleanse you of all trespasses. So if you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive your sin and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. If you, someone say confess. 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 That means, what's that mean? It means, God, you're right. Here it is. I'm I'm, I'm admitting it. Here it is. And I need you to understand this, that no matter how deep your sin may be, no matter how dirty you think it might be, Jesus comes to us full of grace and truth. And you got to understand that, that no matter, the Bible says, that where sin abounds, Grace much more abounds. Right. Yeah. Where, where waywardness of where, where you making a mess abounds. God says grace much more abounds. Meaning no matter how bad it's become. No matter how deep of a hole you've dug. His grace can still dig down deeper and catch you and lift you right. up. That's what he does. Someone say get real. Get real. You got to get real with God. If you're ever going to be healed, yeah. if you're ever going to find hope, you've you got to get real with God. And I want to leave you on this last one is that when you learn to close the door, critical things happen in your life, right? And, and the first is that you, you're going to get real. You're going to learn to finally get real with God. He's going to strengthen you and direct you, forgive you and wash you and cleanse you. And and friends, here's the other thing that I need you to understand is that behind that closed door, when you learn to get real with God, not only will you get real, but here's the other thing you get behind the closed door is you actually get God. You get God. So behind a closed door, I get real, but here's the other thing is I actually get God. Church, listen. There is no substitute for the presence of God. Did you hear me? There's no substitute... For the presence of God, for fellowship with God and God alone. Now listen, at Citizens Church, we, we talk about all the time, you know, uh, community groups, and finding your friends and in community. And I'm telling you that there are, there's some of your best friends are waiting to meet you this next season of, of community groups, of our, of our crews. Like, you're going to find some people to do life with a crews. And we talk about it all the time at Citizens Church. Why? Because it's biblical. God wants us to grow in the context of community. But let me give a little, just a little tagline to that. Cruise can't take you everywhere you need to go. Cruise can't push you into the place that you need to be brought to. There's ministry, a better way to say it, that you need in your life that you can only get from God. There's wisdom you need in your life that you could only get from God. There's, there's direction you need in your life that you could only get from, from God. Like, there's strength you need in your life that you could only get from God. And what your crew is supposed to do is to push you all the way up to the door. And the door's been opened, by the way, everybody, because Jesus gave His life to open the door. He didn't just die a brutal and bloody death on the cross so that we could, you know, just have a group to hang out with. He died a brutal and bloody death on a cross so that you can walk through an open door and experience him. Yeah. He's the prize. He's what we need. Yeah. And if you got a good crew, come on, we got good crews around here. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna take you from wherever you, where'd you go this week? Come here. Come here. <laughs> go in. Yeah. Come, you, come on. Everybody, come, and we just corralling each other. And encouraging each other and pushing us up to that door. But only you can enter that door. That's right. Only you can walk into that door. And only you can close the door. And actually there before God, get with God and receive from God all that only God can give you. Does that make sense, everybody? Yeah. There is no substitute for the presence of God. Psalm 42, 1 through 2 says, As the deer pants for the streams of water, so my soul pants for my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? The deer out in the... Fields, its is going, where's the, water? where's the water, where's the water, where's the water, where's the water, where's the water? I can't wait to get a drink of water. I can't wait to, get, like, that needs to be the believer. I just can't, I want to go meet with God. Yeah. What are you doing, Vox on Tuesday? I want to go and meet with God. Yeah. Like, I, I can't, I just want more of God. And what I'm praying is that in your life, in the heart of our church, is that we find ourselves like that dear, just longing for the presence of God, just to be with him, to close the door. When I close the door, listen. Critical things happen. I get real. Some say get real. get real. And I get God. I get God. I was uh, thinking about this week. Um, how if you've ever seen these valleys that are just lush and filled with life and vitality? Like picture this in your mind, right? Okay, blooming flowers, green grass, the trees are all flourishing. Just Fertile valley, fertile valley, fertile. Do you know what every fertile valley has? I mean, you got birds chirping, come on, the whole thing. Do you know what every fertile valley has in common? Is that there's always a stream that feeds the valley. Always. If there is no stream, there is no water, it's called a desert, right? And our lives are like valleys. And I want you to understand that your life has so much potential. There's good seed, right? There's, there's, there's potential all over your life. But unless there's a stream feeding your valley, you'll never actually see the potential of your valley. You never actually realize the potential of your valley. And here's what I'm trying to get you to understand. What God's Word presents to us over and over again, friends, is that there is a stream that flows from the throne of God into your life that is opened up when you close the door. When you close the door. Listen, when you close the door, it opens the stream. And now all of a sudden you're walking through the valley of your life going, well, where'd that come from? Just some flowers blooming. Did I hear a bird chirping? Did I see the grass a-growing? Did I see... What is... What is that? That is you just learning to feed off and live off this time with God. Where I just get real and I get God. Just get real I get God. And if the church can... I don't even, part of me is like, I don't even want to talk about the outlook because I don't want to make it like the whole point of all of this is to go see all that because we're going back outside. But I know what God's going to do when the church says, okay, God, we'll take you up at your word. We'll get behind the closed door. We'll seek your face. We'll pray. We'll humble ourselves. We'll, we'll, we'll turn from our wicked way. We'll, we'll get with you behind closed doors and bring to you our truest self that you can meet us there. I, I know what God's going to do. But as excited as I am to see what he's going to do out there, I'm excited to see what he's going to do in you. Yeah. And you. And you. Yeah. And you and you and you. When we don't just play church, I think you go to church and you can miss the whole point of church altogether. You go to church and miss God. Don't miss God. He, he's calling you closer. Yeah. He's calling you closer. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's message from Citizens Church. It's our prayer that through this message, God would impact and inspire your life. If you have any questions for us or would like to let us know how God is using these messages in your life, please let us know by sending an email to connect at citizenschurch.org. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online and help in seeing more lives changed through the work here at Citizens Church.